Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. You can find this show and become a supporting member at abriefchat.com. Today is Monday. It's the seventh day of October 2019, and I'm very glad you're here and listening. I'm also extremely glad to welcome my guest today. Uh, His name is John P. Clark, and he has written, or I guess collected, a a series of his writings and updated many of them into a book called Between Earth and Empire, From the Necrocene to the Beloved Community. It's it's an amazing book. It's out on PM Press, and uh, if you follow me at all on social media, I've already been browbeating you to purchase and read this book, but uh, now that you're listening to me say it, I'll say it right to you. Buy and read this book, because you need it in your life. John, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time to do it. Well, it's wonderful to be here, and it's it's actually you know, wonderful news to hear what you're saying. Since uh, I, I I didn't know that you had uh, uh, finished the book and that and that you were doing uh, this recommendation, so it's great to hear your reaction to it. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I have already purchased several copies and sent them off to people that I thought <laughs> needed them, but uh, you know, at some point the well runs dry on my ability to buy them for other people, so I've, now I have to encourage them to buy them for themselves. Well, thanks for doing both. My my pleasure. I love this book. I think it's incredibly important. For for the last several years, I have been saying enough to annoy my friends that I think small, intentional communities of mutual aid are the only rational way forward. And that if we have enough of those, that eventually it becomes, you know, a big community, a big beloved community of of mutual aid and and self-care and care for each other. And this book really, really dives into that, and especially as an approach to uh, what you've termed the necrocene. So I guess we should start maybe by defining our terms. Can you tell folks what the necrocene is and then maybe why this idea of beloved communities is what's so necessary to deal with the situation in which we find ourselves? Okay, that sounds like a good place to start. I mean, two good places to start, like in a sense, the beginning and the end, you know, where we are in geo history, why this is such a a crucial point in the history of the earth and the history of humanity. And secondly, where can we go from here? And I mean, that's basically the the problematic that we are in the necrocene, which is the new era of death on earth. The popular term these days is the Anthropocene, which says that we're in the new era of uh, human transformation uh, of the biosphere. And presumably if this is a geological epoch, it's about what will show up in the fossil record. I would argue that's what what's going to show up in the fossil record is that we we were in an era called the Cenozoic. You know, we were in the Holocene, but also it's uh, an epoch called the, the Cenozoic, which means the, the new era, literally of animals, but it really means of the abundance of life forms and the emergence of all sorts of life forms on Earth. And I think that what we're going to see in the future, although we personally will not get to see it, but we uh, collectively, if we're around, will get to see that we're going through an era of uh, death on Earth, of mass extinction, of the loss of life forms. I propose that we rethink this term, the Anthropocene, which is really obviously uh, uh, an anthropocentric concept that we're saying it's the new era of us. But from the Earth's point of view, it's the era of the turning around of the process of evolution of of life on Earth. So for a while, I was using the term thanatocene, kind of using the concept of of the history of the Earth as as a kind of battle between the the life force and the death force, between Eros and, and Thanatos. 
I used that for a while, and then I, I rethought the question and uh, decided maybe necrocene, which really means the same thing, is a better term. For one reason, above all, it sounds scarier. So I thought maybe using the scariest sounding uh, term possible might be a good strategy because I think we're supposed to talk about Buddhism, among other things, uh, in this discussion. And Buddhism is about awakening, uh, waking, waking up. And I think our problem is that, you know, it's not, it's not a coincidence that the mass media is obsessed by, by zombies. I think our collective unconscious is somehow aware of the fact there's, that there's a process of zombification going on, that we are not awake in an extraordinary way, that, that we're going through a period of mass extinction of life on Earth, and we're just kind of wandering around oblivious to it. So that's what the necrocene is about. And uh, actually, other people, yeah. I just want to ask you a question there. You and I are, re- are recording this conversation. No one believes anymore that these shows are recorded on the day that they're hearing them. So the day that you and I are speaking is actually the day of this UN summit on climate change. It's we're uh, you know immediately uh, following the climate global climate strike. And you could say that the climate and climate change is in the news constantly. But I think... Uh, and feel free to correct me, I think you would make the argument that maybe, A, the the scope of the change and the true impact of the change doesn't go far enough, and then I imagine we'll get to in, in other episodes that the response to it is not nearly adequate. But it seems like the necrocene encompasses yeah, so yeah. much more than what we're talking about. We're almost talking about it, even though we talk about it in, in terms of a you know, in some some places in terms of a global climate catastrophe, I think the reality of what's happening on our planet isn't really being discussed very often in certainly okay, not. Okay, well, mainstream. yeah, I'm not saying that people have no idea of it. I'm saying they haven't awakened to it. And awakening is a different kind, kind of process. Awakening is, is, is a deeper kind of process than just having an idea in your mind. One of the things that I, I write about I, I did this to a certain degree in a previous book called The Impossible Community and also in, in the recent one, is this distinction between um, denial and disavowal. I really don't want to focus just on climate because we really have about eight or nine so-called planetary boundaries that are being transgressed. So the global ecological crisis is much more than just a climate crisis and obviously being in the sixth great mass extinction of life on Earth is part of that. Uh, and, and some people deny these facts. But to me, the, the worst problem is not denial. It's a minority, I think, that are still denying. The, the worst problem is disavowal. If anybody's familiar with the, the philosopher Slavoj Zizek, he's gotten a lot of mileage out of this, this concept of disavowal, which is, I know, but nevertheless... I act as if I don't know. And being really awakened to a reality is not just to know, but to act as if you do know. Uh, I have a project called um, La Terre Institute. We have a center at Bayou La Terre out in the woods and on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, and uh, the, the kind of slogan that uh, I, along with uh, a friend who talked this over with me for a while, we came up with the concept of using apamata as our kind of slogan. It's, it's called the last words, the last word of the Buddha. Uh, it's usually translated uh, 
in the, in the traditional English translation, work out your own salvation with diligence. But diligence, I think, is not the best term. I did some research and found about 17 different translations of Apamata. And the one that I like is actually two words, mindful care. Uh, really, it means awakening and caring. The question is, well, we're in trouble if we awaken and don't care. <laughs> we're in trouble if we care and we're not awakened. If we're awakened and care, if we remain mindful and care, then we're actually engaged in the world and doing something in relation to what we know or what we've experienced. So that's what I'm concerned about in relation to the ecological crisis. And John, we are um, uh, just yeah. about out of time for today, so I'm going to wrap it up for uh, today's <laughs> episode, and we'll we'll continue tomorrow. That's John P. Clark. I highly recommend his book, Between Earth and Empire, which you can get from PM Press. You can find them at pmpress.org. You can find this show at abriefchat.com, where you can also become a sustaining member, which helps me continue to talk to interesting folks about the crucial work that they're doing. I love you. A better world is possible. <laughs>